are you running from God? There's many of you out there that have probably been introduced to God. At some time in your life, you may even have had a personal relationship with God. But now, in your life, and this season, you're running from God. Or you've never been introduced to God. Evolution makes sense to you. You've bought into that version of creation and you're running from God, but you're seeking him in all the wrong places without even knowing it. You're looking to rocks and astrology. You're looking to fortune tellers. You're looking to all these other things because you're longing for a connection, a deeper connection, but you're running from God. A personal experience lately has been facing myself in the mirror and knowing that there are some times that I run from God. Sometimes when I feel like I've messed up so badly that I've asked for forgiveness over the same thing multiple times, sometimes I just want to hide from God. I'm ashamed. I feel guilty. I know that it's wrong. I know that I've been working and praying for God and the Holy Spirit to help me through it. But all of a sudden, I make the mistake again, and now I'm running from God. And it absolutely makes zero sense. It's actually completely backwards from what God's Word says. And I want to spend a little bit of time breaking this down. If we go all the way back to Genesis, the temptation and fall of man, it's in chapter 3. It says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, the woman here is Eve, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. First and foremost, Eve's biggest mistake was first entertaining and having a conversation with the devil who came in the form of a serpent. First mistake, right? Satan, Lucifer, was an angel. He fell from heaven. He's wise. He knows scripture. He's manipulating the word to manipulate Eve into eating the forbidden fruit. It next says, verse 5, For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So he's manipulating her. He's tricking her. He's telling her, you will not die if you eat the forbidden fruit. Your eyes will actually be opened, and you'll be like God. You'll know the good and evil. Well, Eve was made in God's like image, and so were we. We're already like God. We're made in the in the image of God. Verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave it to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. So now all of a sudden, because they've sinned against God, now this awareness comes over them. Oh my gosh, we're naked. 
Now they are ashamed. They want to cover themselves. Because at first, prior to eating the forbidden fruit, they were didn't even realize they were naked because that wasn't even an issue. That was all that they knew. Now suddenly, they've eaten the forbidden fruit, and now suddenly they feel ashamed. They realize that they're naked. They instantly want to start sewing the fig leaves together and cover themselves up. And then they heard the sound of the Lord walking into the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Now, as you can imagine, I'm sure God visited them every single day, probably multiple times a day. And I'm sure Adam and Eve were running towards God. Why wouldn't you, right? But because now they've sinned against God, they're ashamed of what they've done. They're trying to hide from God. Verse 9, Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Of course, the Lord, our God, the creator of heaven and earth, knew where Adam and Eve were. He didn't have to ask them, but he's giving them an opportunity to come to him and say, I've made a mistake. I've sinned against you, God. I've done the one and only thing that you asked me not to do. But no, they hide. And he says, I heard your voice in the garden, so I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And God said, who told you that you were naked? Of course, God knows all of this already. But he's again asking him a question so that Adam has an opportunity to confess. Adam has an opportunity to come to God and say, I've messed up, Lord. And God says, have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, the woman who you gave to be with me, she gave me the tree and I ate. Another lesson, instead of Adam just owning up, fessing up to what he's done, instead of just, you know, saying, hey, yes, yes, I've sinned against you. Yes, I ate the, fr- the I ate from the tree, the forbidden tree that you told me not to eat of. of. He tries to blame it on Eve at first that she had given it to him. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is it that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because all you have done, you are cursed more than all the cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly, you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. So now the serpent no longer has feet. He now is The feet have been removed and he's now on the ground. He's slithering. He shall eat the dust of all the days of his life. And then God says, and I will put amenity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. The reason I'm reading you, Genesis, the reason I'm reading this to you is because God is asking the questions that he already knew the answers to, to Adam and Eve. Because he's giving them an opportunity to confess. He's giving them an opportunity to to take accountability and to say, yes, yes, I've sinned against you, Father. I've made a mistake. But instead of saying that and owning up to that, when they first heard God walking into the garden, they ran and hid. Are you running from God? Are you ashamed? Are you guilty? Are you too scared to face God? Do you think that there's no way he'll forgive you and welcome you back home? 
Because just like the serpent lied and manipulated Eve, the serpent is still alive today, still working his same manipulation and tricks. He is still deceiving people. And he doesn't want you to return to God. He wants you to continue to run and create a wedge and put up all these walls between you and God because he doesn't want you to fulfill your purpose. Girls, listen to my voice. Do not run from God. He is the only one that will satisfy. He will accept you. He will forgive you. He will comfort you. He will teach you. He will hold you. He wants you to come to him. That prayer, be father, I need you. I don't know how to ask for your forgiveness. I'm ashamed. I feel guilty for what I've done. I know that I told you I was going to stop lying to my parents. I know that I told you I was going to stop doing drugs. And then I fell back into it. And then honestly, God, I don't know how to quit. I don't know how to stop. I need your help. God wants you to come to him real. Come to him authentically. Tell him your heart, your emotions, your feelings. He already knows everything. He already loves you. He created you. Stop running from him. Don't be like Adam and Eve that that took the forbidden fruit, allowed themselves to be deceived by the enemy, which, by the way, misinterpreted the word of God and used it against God, and they were deceived and took took of that fruit, and then they instantly knew that they were naked because of their shame and their guilt. They knew they were wrong, and so they ran from God and they hid from God. Don't do that. Don't put up walls against you and God because you know you've made a mistake, because you know you've made the wrong decision. Stop running from God, girls. God is waiting for you. With open arms, he's waiting for you to come to him and to tell him and to cry out to him that you need him, that you need his help. The enemy wants to get in the middle of our relationship with God. And for those of you who don't yet know God and who are seeking and searching for God in all of the wrong places, You are missing the love and the peace and the joy and the comfort and the satisfaction of everything that he provides. Everything you're chasing in this world will leave you empty. It will only be temporary satisfaction. And once that new thing, person, leaves your life, and you're left down in the dumps again for the 25th time, it will continue to repeat over and over and over because only God will satisfy. And even if you're broken, and even if you've made a mistake, and even if you don't think you could ever be forgiven, even if you feel like you've gone too far and you can't turn back, you can. God is extending his hand. God wants you to come home. The prayer doesn't have to be religious or pretty 
It doesn't need to be a certain format or way for him to hear you and forgive you and love you and accept you. All it has to be is real. Cry out to him. Tell him what you need. God, I messed up. God, I I told this person I was not going to go behind their back and I did it again. And I'm really devastated over it. And I don't know how to fix it, God. And then wait. Wait on his promise. Wait on his word. Wait on his guidance. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak and to lead you and to guide you, to fulfill you, to help you. He will never, ever leave you lonely. He will always satisfy. He will forgive you. But he can't reach you if you keep running. Stop running. Come to him. His arms are open wide. 